Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Engine Nerdy Show has the weirdest style. The Engine Nerdy Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're, you're the, the one listening who's the nerd. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is your post, your post, <laughs> your host, Mr. Pold, and I'm here with D. Vitti. Hello. And we have a guest this week, Darth Eraticus. What's up, y'all? This is the first time we've had a Darth Dark Lord of the Sith on our show. <laughs> Does he know Jar Jar? <laughs> no, no Jar Jar this week. No, I just want to know he if got he knows hit by Jar Jar. a car on the way into the studio. So. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Our fake sponsor this week is Midichlorian Injections. Now you may have the force with you too. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a full master Jedi that you're a Jedi. Is that, that how it works? No. It doesn't? I think, no, they don't cause the force. I think midichlorians are like a symptom. Oh, so it's like no, your midichlorians are It's like the flies around your light. <laughs> It's like a bug zapper. That's like having bandwidth with the force, right? The yeah. more midichlorians you have? Yeah, actually, you're right. The more midichlorians you have, the better bandwidth you have. But it doesn't necessarily mean you can actually use it well. Oh, I got you. So like the wire to the force. <laughs> yeah, you plug it into the right slot so, and you're good to go. When there's like a force ghost showing up, are they? is that a cloud of midichlorians? In your mind, yeah. bioluminescent? It's so like a picture but, of a TV screen. <laughs> yeah, if, sure. The more powerful your force, the better the resolution you are. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the more many glories you have, the better resolution a force ghost shows up in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if you have lots of metachlorines, you'll be choking high death. If you haven't figured out, this 1080p. is a show about nerds. 1080p. Force Ghost. Yes, right. I got 4K. Ultra. Force Ghost, coast to coast. <laughs> that would be a funny spin-up. Or mashup or something. You Space Ghost? No. Oh, okay. It was a funny cartoon in the 90s. They had, they'd have guests on there, like Michael Stipe was on there from oh. R.E.M. I remember that. 
<laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> nice. So, um, Darth Erratic is here. I can't even see him. taking my place down here in quote-unquote San Diego. Oh, okay. So he's like the Darth so, Vader to your um, Sidious? <laughs> to what? So I'm like the Emperor. Yeah, and Palpatine. And he's apprentice. <laughs> he's going off to do bigger, better things. Pretty soon Is he he's going to throw, throw you off the balcony? To a bottomless pit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, right? That's, that's, how, the, works. that's how the show ends, right? Today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, except he he's not going to have his son pull his mask off. and Well, given that I don't have a son, so. <laughs> well, see, that, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You need to borrow one? Can I, what? <laughs> borrow a son. I've got three. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Thanks. All right. <laughs> uh, we almost got destroyed by a plumbing truck on the way to work the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make a pun. Hold on. Hold over here. Use the force to pull us back, though. Yeah, I was able to stop time. Whose fault would it have been? His. He was coming into my lane. He wasn't looking. Did you see his blinker? Yeah. And okay. it was so. Oh, it was Darth's first day here. <laughs> Welcome to Sandy. What, what do you want me to call you? you rad? Radicus. Radicus. Okay. Radicus. I'll call him. D Radicus. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it's his first day here and we're driving together to work. And I'm, you know, showing him the freeways and how we get to work and everything. And this is the and I go to truck. pass this plumbing truck in the you know, in the far lane. And apparently he's decides that he wants to go over too and doesn't look, doesn't even put his blinker on. It starts turning into us. I, I was probably like halfway past him, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. And I was about to get crushed between him and the concrete barrier. And so I slam on the brakes and I move as close to the barrier as I can without hitting it. And he missed us by less than an inch. Is it like the school cool. bus incident? Oh, yeah. I almost got ran off the road by a school bus oh, once when we were in high school. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a pretty close call. And of course, Paul is like, welcome, by the way. Yeah, welcome, welcome to San Diego. I mean, quote, unquote, <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Are you passing sure off the rental car, too? Or... Huh? Are you giving him here a rental car? No, he gets his own rental car. Oh, I got my own hot rod. Do you guys have oh. your own cars when you're there, or do you have to share? No, we got our own. Yeah. I was just carpooling with him so that we could... Have parking. I think we had four people in our rental car when we went to Cleveland. Oh, well, see, in our regular travels uh, with our job, we do have to share cars. Yeah, on the regular, we might have two or three, oh, okay. maybe four. But for these long-term ones, we we get our own car. So, so how do I get a job where you guys work? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that off air. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of any other banter. Comic book talk? Well, that'll be nerdiculture. Well, you put that so I was going to save this for... Uh, nerdiculture, never mind. Nerd, but... I thought we were in banter. I was reading the list wrong. Oh, okay. So, I was going to save this for nerdcred, but I'll talk about it now. Um, for my last day of work, me and JT and 
Radicus here. All wore the same engineer show T-shirt to work. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, they're the same color and everything. I guess they are all yes. the same color. Yeah. And I had my kids pick out the color, so <laughs> we stood out. We stood out pretty. We got badly. bright orange. Oh, nice! Construction yes, awesome. orange. People were looking at us weird, asking us what What's that all about? So <laughs> JT hooked it up with the shirt, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we had this uh, meeting with some of the, you know, uppity, <laughs> uppity ups at our job. You know, the guys, all the power. They're like, what's and we're about guys? to start the meeting in the, the, like the big guy in charge, the guy with the, you know, at the top of the ladder, so to speak, said, hey, what's, wait, before we start, what, what's up with all these shirts? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that, ingenuity? Yeah. <laughs> and so the guy that, the Radicus and I and JT work with said, Oh, well, this is uh Pold's last day here, so they're wearing shirts for his podcast. And so they're all like smiling and looking at us and oh okay. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Did they ask what a podcast is? No, they didn't. Nah, come on, they're not that bad. <laughs> there's that guy I worked with that I was telling me had this podcast and he came in and was like, Is it supposed to be video? <laughs> no, it's a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. What's a pod? Is that where you go fishing for uh, killer whales? Yes. <laughs> pod. Use a really big hook. <laughs> and you use live seals as bait. So. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? I did go there. Okay. I was on Reddit the other day, and I saw a little gif of uh, a dude who was out fishing, and a seal, a little baby seal pup, jumped on his boat. He's like, oh, cool. I wonder why the seal's on there. Sure enough, like two seconds later, killer whale just comes up. And, you know, <laughs> debris somewhere. He's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> little, little seal got smart. Realized he could hop in the boat. <laughs> like, save me. Yeah. Or, or, or. And then the fishermen okay. ate him. <laughs> the fishermen. I, I would have put a hook in him and used him as light bait. There oh, you go. Jeez. <laughs> well, that's not All very right. friendly. I know. I want the sun to shine today I want your fears to be okay I want your love to be the same as the bright shining stars your mama girl I want your dad I want the best thing you ever had I want it all that's exactly what I get with the bright shining stars all right so we go into tech or nerdiculture yeah we're not gonna do tech nerdology this week because yeah, it's all crossed off Saint Jimmy's gone. What's so that's Saint Jimmy's segment where he talks about Technology-related stories. Oh, Which I gotcha. could do one, technically. I've got a story about what? PS4 and a half. Okay, so you can do it. Okay, I'll do, do two segments. That. Yeah, so let's do Nerdiculture. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the reason I've got Darth Eradicus on here is because 
he knows way more about comic books than us three put together. Well, I, I have a comic book. <laughs> he collects boxes of comic books. He's I've got, got a whole series boxes. on order. <laughs> oh, you, you got one on order? Yeah, yeah. I have, have the, order? the Ninja Turtles. Not Ninja Turtles, I'm sorry. The He-Man uh, Thundercats mashup. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> Comes come out in October. Publish that. that is... Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Dark Horse, Top Cow. I want to say it's DC, maybe? Maybe it's DC. I can look it up yeah. real quick. Us on the engineering show like to pretend like we know things about comic books, but I like we're... comic book movies. Yeah, there yeah, you go. There you go. That's something. All right. So, how did you get interested in comic books? So, uh, I've been collecting comics since around 2006, 2007. I was a high school student when I walked into uh, one of the uh, counselors' offices just to say hi. Our school was pretty small, so we could say got to know all the teachers and counselors. I walked in and said hello, and she was reading a, a comic book trade paperback. It was the Black Panther series for the original Civil War going on back in the Marvel events in 2006. And I looked at her and I said, you're reading a comic book? You're a nerd. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm reading a comic book. Cool. You should check it out. And she had like three of them in there because there's different series for different collection, different tie-ins for that series. And uh, I picked a few up and got pretty interested, and it was pretty cool. And then uh, at the time, I think Spider-Man 3, the one with Tommy McGuire and uh, uh, the guy who plays... Sandman. Uh, no, it's the Sandman, but... Yeah, uh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. There yeah. you go. Topher Grace um, was coming out. And my favorite character is Venom from the comics. So I really wanted to see it. And we, we went out to go watch it, but... We went out early in the day because there was a comic book shop that had a giant sale. And so I went in and it was my first time really going into a shop and picked up a few things on sale and pretty much got hooked on from there. And I've been collecting ever since. That's cool. Yeah, the He-Man one I was talking about is DC. DC? Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool, man. There you go. That's something. So it sounds like they sell them in um, – like collected as a book yeah yeah so what will happen is that if a series is coming out even if it's a series that's been ongoing for years like spider-man or whatever um they'll they'll release certain issues first as individual comic books so issue number 300 and 301 the next month and it keeps on going there and after a certain number of issues uh marvel will go ahead and publish them all in one collection first under a hardcover book those are called trade paperbacks, or you can call them okay. compilation of graphic novels. And then they'll re-release them again in a soft cover trade paperback. <laughs> and that way you can only dish out, say, anywhere from 20 to 40 bucks, depending on what edition you get for all of the you know major collection of that series versus buying each book for maybe oh, five bucks each. I oh, like that. Come, you know? So the series I'm getting is just six um, comics or six books, I guess. Yeah. Now, do you think that'll be released all at once, or is that going to be me going to the comic yeah. book shop once a month? No, it, it really depends on your taste. Um, I'm kind of a collector, so I'd like getting the individual original stuff because right. it's just worth more money. You you might end up dishing out more money for the older stuff, you know, the original older stuff, um, and 
So sometimes you'll buy new books that may go up in price in the future. They may not. You might pay five bucks for a book that's going to be worth 50 cents in two months, you know? Right. You, you never know. Yeah, the but shop for somebody, in. you know, a fan, but not necessarily a hardcore collector, wants to kind of keep in touch, um, I say waiting for the trade paperback is perfectly fine. It's a lot cheaper and it's a lot easier to, to collect, you know? Yeah, they had some old ones at the uh, comic book shop I was at that were like $400 for yeah. one book. Uh, about two years ago, so every few years, um, the entire comics industry does a, re, a revamp or a reevaluation of the prices of their older books, mm. especially Golden and Silver Age stuff. Um, if you guys don't know what that means, I can get back into that in a little bit. It's pretty much the older books. Um, and uh, about two years ago, a lot of the Silver Age stuff jumped up in price. Um, if you guys have ever seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield, I believe, um, the one where Gwen Stacy dies, you know, spoilers. <laughs> uh, my brother has that original issue from 1968, I think, and he originally bought it for around 120 bucks. That jumped up to at least five hundred now. Wow! So, it's it's been real. It's it's hard to get older stuff, you know, as time goes on. And is the the price higher for ones that are like not been opened or? Oh yeah, the condition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How does the condition um, if condition is, you know, the better the condition, the higher the price. Um, there are there's a whole system set up for grading comic books. Um, many stores that sell both online and you know store you can walk into have you know the guys can tell you whether that comic is in good condition near mint or somewhere in between or whatever and give you a good price based off of that. But there are a few companies out there that will actually have professionals look like about three to four different professionals. Look through the book. One will look at strictly the text, how the text of the book looks. One will look at the color. One will look at the condition of the paper. Another will look at, say, the structural integrity of the book for longevity. And they'll all give it a grade, and then they'll compile all the grades and give it a score from one to ten. Oh, wow. With you know the higher the score being, the better and the more value to the book. And then they'll uh, they'll see, they'll vacuum seal it in this giant, um, not giant, but pretty big hard casing. Okay. And they'll give it the grade, put the company logo, and any significant or important facts about that book. So if you're so, gonna buy a new book and you wanna keep it in really good condition, what do you recommend? Uh I still wanna be able to read it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do is definitely do the basics of buying um your plastic bags and cardboard. They okay. have, you know, little sleeves and cardboard individual ones for each book. Keep it from um, getting bent and it, it won't keep it completely like if you put force on it, obviously right. it's going to bend, but it'll keep the book straight and then store it in your in a box of some sort. They sell comic boxes. Um, keep it out of humidity. Keep it in a nice, you know, cool, uh, dry area, uh, not too directly impacted from the sun. Um, and if you're buying an older book, make sure that the uh, if it's not already in a sealed case like that, that the plastic bag you're buying it's from a tougher material so that the acidity of that plastic doesn't start affecting and deteriorating the color of the book. Okay. But I could buy all that stuff and from the comic book store probably is the yeah. best material. Yeah. Well, and if you can't, um, there's plenty of comic shops online that sell some good stuff okay. too. Um, I personally like going to Lone Star Comics. They run a website called uh, mycomicshop.com. Um, they have a good majority of inventory for old and new. Um, they also sell artwork, 
from from artists and like original artwork from artists. Uh, they sell toys. They sell collections. They sell a little bit of everything there. So, so is there any kind of uh, like if if you're looking for books, you're like, okay, I like this author over this other author. Mm-hmm. Do you go by the artist more than the publisher, or how does that work? Is there a difference there? Um, I guess it really depends, because uh, to me, what really drives me is the story, I guess, behind the characters. Okay. So, um, for example, my favorite hero is, is Spider-Man, uh-huh. and that's the majority of my comic book collection is Spider-Man and Peter Parker stories and whatnot. And over the course of many years, Spider-Man's been around since 1962. Um, there have obviously been many different artists and uh, writers for his story. Mm-hmm. Um, some I've liked, some I haven't as much. But overall, the character and story behind Spider-Man, I love, which is why I collect them. Um, however, certain artists and certain writers have very good stories. For example, Michael Straczynski. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. I think he might have... I think he wrote Battlestar Galactica for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. he did some. He had a run for writing stories for Battlestar Galactica. He had an issue called uh, Silver Surfer Requiem, which is only four a four comic book series, um, four issues long. And uh, all it was was, what if the Silver Surfer died? What were his? What would be his final wishes? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just an overall message of peace and unity that was really awesome, along with the art. Mm-hmm. So even though I don't follow Silver Surfer too much, I really enjoyed that story because of his writing. Okay. Um, another artist uh, artist that I like to follow sometimes, even if it's not necessarily heroes I follow, mm-hmm. is Alex Ross, whose artwork is, I think, one of the best out there in the industry right now. Um, does a very good job of making all these superheroes and you know awesome powers look a lot more human. Oh, cool. So sometimes, you know, I'll be like, okay, I don't necessarily follow these stories and I may not completely understand everything, mm-hmm. but I like the artist or I like the writer. They've had excellent stories in the past. I know I'm going to get a good deal out of this. All so. right, cool. So what was it about that? You said you're going to explain Gold and Silver Age. Oh, yeah. So uh, Is that like the years they came out? or Yeah, so the Golden Age of comics um, is pretty much World War II and everything before that. Okay. Well, uh, I think, yeah, from 60s and back, I think, is what they consider the golden age of comic books. Um, so that don't include your, all your Batman, your Batman, your uh, Captain America punching Hitler in the face. <laughs> nice. Um, the original Avengers. No, not the original Avengers. I'm sorry. The Human Torch um, was around during Captain America's time. Okay. Uh, the original books. Um, and the golden age of comics is really defined by a very campy kind of feel. Like, all these stories were very spectacular and grand. You know, Superman Saves the Day by stopping a train and uh-huh. stopping the robbers. And Batman stopped the Joker from stealing the bank's money. And, you know, Captain America helped these soldiers defeat Nazis. So kind of the uh-huh. feel you get from the old Batman Yeah, if you um, watch like Adam West's six, Batman, six you yeah. draw a lot of influence from the campy feel of, of the, the, the golden age of comics. And it was the, the first. You know? Right. Nobody really knew how to take these heroes at first, and then we wanted to depict them as something that we could look up to to save us from the problems that we had as, mm-hmm. as a people. You know, they had an old Superman um, as part of the MST3K movie I went to that they did, uh-huh. where he was selling like uh, 
Oh, these World War II stamps or something that you could buy <laughs> to help the troops. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, things like that. Superman comes like I walked into comic shops to look at the old old stuff they have, and there was a cover from Superman back in 1950s something, mm-hmm. and the cover is two kids looking up at him as he's rescuing a cat. And that, was, <laughs> that was the cover, you know, like Superman rescues the cat and mm-hmm. stops the robbers. <laughs> yeah. Then you hit the Silver Age of comics, who started out in the early 60s and moved on to about, I think, the 70s or 80s. And that's when things started to turn a little more dark, but a little more serious, too. Um, you get more anti-heroes. You get things. a little more anti-heroes. You get some things that are so, you know, you start siding with some of the villains a little bit because you're like, okay, I can see where they're coming from. I can understand why they're doing this. It's still wrong, but you start feeling a little more humane toward people. It wasn't so black and white. Um, for example, you know, going back to Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 121, Death of Gwen Stacy, is such a significant issue because it was really the first time that a major hero suffered such a personal loss with the death of his girlfriend, yeah. who he absolutely loved. The hero failed is the big message that came across there. And that was something that really hadn't been done before. So from then on, things took a little edgier, darker tone and mm-hmm. led into the, some of the 80s stuff, which is considered the Bronze Age from 80s to 2000s um, that led, you know, stories like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns to come up, uh, Sin City, um, a lot of, you know, the Joker's evolution from being a, you know, the clown prince of crime making pranks mm-hmm. to what he is today, how Heath Ledger depicted him in The Dark Knight. So a mass murder, yeah, mass murder, <laughs> psychopath that made you laugh at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and you kind of see how the like movies and things uh, based on those comics are a lot darker and grittier now. Yeah, so you know, you, you you still have to remember that comic books can still be fun. They're they're a good getaway from the reality and whatnot, but they also have done a very good job of making sure that they're in touch with the times. And uh, sometimes, you know. Life isn't so so fun, but yeah. but we they move on and it's it's what what I love about it at least. So that's cool. I so when DVD and I were kids, um, we enjoyed GI Joe. We watched the cartoon all the time. We yeah. had all the little three and a half inch yeah, action figures and things. American hero. <laughs> well, I I thought well, I'll draw a comic book. So <laughs> I was taking these little you know three and a half inch G.I. Joe action figures and I use them as a model to draw like picture <laughs> frames of, of them doing stuff. And <laughs> I think I made it like two or three pages long, but nice. <laughs> I was yep. telling Mr. Poole earlier today that uh, before I ever got into comic books, I still had some touch with it because uh, in middle school, I used to take eight and, a, eight and a half by 11s and just divvy them up into a bunch of rows of squares. Uh-huh with a ruler and make stick figure comics and we staple them together and we had a series. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, one of the first ones I did that I might still have somewhere is uh, I used to love the matrix trilogy a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so I did a matrix aftermath comic series with stick figures and fighting and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, based off of the video game, Marvel versus Capcom, my favorite characters in it. You know, dumb little things, stick figures fighting each other pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the That's one cool. comic book I do own right now is a 1980s um, G.I. Joe. Nice. Um, That's pretty cool, man. You should really look up short. to see. Uh... So not the one I drew. 
in no, the 80s. No, not that one. <laughs> a real one. Uh, it's probably not the. No. It's probably not the in the greatest shape. It's probably I think it has a like a bent corner and part of the cover's ripped. But it's got like a the back cover has an ad for a mask, which was yeah. a TV show from the eighties. <laughs> um, some of the coolest things actually with the older books is, I mean the stories are awesome, but you just go through and you look at all the ads. Like, yeah. Oh man, this is pretty cool. They have ads like, oh, if you turn this page in, you could order 10 free comic books from Marvel. Just fill out this information. <laughs> I've always messed with my brother saying, hey, we should cut them out and just mail them one day. Like, <laughs> just in case they actually still have that address. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about trying to look up and find the ep- or the the books before and after it so I can try to fill in the stories. It's a small little snippet of it. You can definitely do that. Um, just type in the issue, like G.I. Joe issue number whatever and yeah. if there's any subtitle to the to the book you can put that in on google or even my comic shop and, and the search bar and it'll give you a list of different series and you can you know just That'd click cool. and search and see if you can find which one it is we'll definitely have to put a link to that my comic shop on the website yeah so awesome site <laughs> <laughs> so you also collect like uh comic book Figurines or something? Yeah, we call so, them? action figures, toys, action figures, okay. statues, cards. I'm kind of a jack of all trades with them. Video games. Um, so Spider-Man and Venom slash Carnage are my favorite kind of characters to collect. I have a ton of uh, Venom statues and figurines and action figures, and you know, some open, some still sealed in their boxes and all that. Um, some worth money, some not as much. Um, I collect marble cards as well. Um, they may not be a huge cat. I just find them and I read these stories uh, daily. So, and you know, have little collections from different series. Uh, what else do I have? A ton of comics, about eight long boxes for listeners who know what those are. <laughs> I think a long box could hold one long box full, maybe 500 comics. Wow. So that's I've got six, I think I've got <laughs> six full for sure. So wow. So yeah, I've been collecting for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, last was it earlier this year? Um, Bradicus and I went to the Marvel Universe Live. Yeah, oh, we talked about awesome. it on the podcast that's a little right. bit, but yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's pretty much like a, I think a tie-in between Avengers 1 and 2 um, of the movies. And it's kind of like, oh, you know, we have to stop Loki from stealing the, uh, what was the name of the cube? Um, I can't think of it. I can't remember. The, uh, Tesseract? The Tesseract, there you go. Like oh, the Tesseract yes. shards <laughs> have been shattered all around the Earth, and the heroes have to collect the shards before Loki and his minions do, so... And they had some pretty cool stunts, like the some you know, motorcycle stunts and um, acrobatics. The, yeah, was that the Green Goblin and his sled oh, glider? glider yeah, and the Green uh, Goblin's glider was pretty cool. Spider-Man's like underneath it and everything. And the guy who played <laughs> Spider-Man is pretty cool. He's you know he's got the cables and stuff, but he'll climb and he'll jump and he'll web swing and all that. It's pretty pretty awesome to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good show. So and they had cars flipping over too. Remember <laughs> that? That was pretty pretty awesome. So, All right. 
Well, cool. Thanks for uh, filling in our gaps in knowledge about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have any specific <laughs> questions and stuff? I might be able to answer them. I might not. <laughs> All right. Just let me know. All right. Well, that's Nerdiculture. Thanks, yeah. Darth Renicus. No yeah, thank you. I guess next up we're doing what? Technology or technology? Did you? Yeah. Did you want to use one of your news stories as yeah. a technology story? I've got story? a really short one. So September seventh looks like there's going to be an announcement from Sony relating to the upgrade to the PS4. Um, they're not what? going to the next PS. They're not doing PS5 or anything, but they're going to go to what's either called the PlayStation Neo or the PS4.5. And they were going to upgrade it so it is 4K compatible. So they actually put out 4K video for their games. Um, there is some leaked documentation, so take this with a grain of salt. It might be accurate, it might not be. But it looks like they're upgrading some of the components inside. So, like, um, let's see here. Yeah, they're going to upgrade the processor for the um, the video card processor. And they're also going to upgrade the RAM on it. So this would be a different console you'd buy? Yeah. But I think it's going to look pretty similar to the same. Usually when they upgrade one of their current models, they'll make them smaller, but they don't really increase the specs. Any um, word on um, original PS4 buyers? Do they Can they upgrade by taking their old system in? or that, That'll probably they... be um, announced when they um, announce the upgrade in September. Okay. So uh, I would keep your eyes open. I know personally my current PlayStation 4 is due to be sent in for repair because of the eject button issue that I didn't didn't take care of in time under warranty. So it's gotten to the point it's unusable. So I got to send it in probably this week. I had a recent issue with mine where um, uh, everything I've been playing just fine, but the uh, controller couldn't sync up to the PS4. Oh, no. I got the white. I don't know if you've had it. Um, the Diddy. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it had that white flash going on where it just couldn't pick up. PS4 turned on. Everything was good, but it just could not sync. Hmm, uh, I had to do that a Google search to figure out how to fix that. Yeah, I guess the original... Well, my wife told me I probably shouldn't buy the first run. She's like, they always have problems. You should wait. But I had to have it, so we went and bought one. And... It started, I mean, it had started having problems probably two months in. and But it was occasionally. Yeah. It was just an ejected disc, just randomly. Yeah. And uh, huh. 
and then recently oh, it's gotten it a lot during, worse. Yeah, during gameplay. Oh, Scratch the, the disc real bad. Do you have any problems with that? No, so far the discs haven't been damaged at all, but it even oh. when it was in like off mode, so the little red light's on, so it's in standby mode, I'd be trying yeah. to watch like a show in that room and I'd have to go and plug it because it would beep like it's trying to eject and there's nothing in it. <laughs> oh. And I think that the heat and the way uh, in the machine, the way they it was designed, there was some kind of thermal expansion that was then causing something to push up against the eject button internally. Weird. So there's a couple different fixes you could do. Sony always said, we'll just go in and rebuild your database, which takes a bit of time and sometimes doesn't work. Sometimes it'll make it work for a week or two. Um, I don't know. It's it's annoying, but I'm so far into Sony at this point that <laughs> I don't even want to think about how many PlayStation 2s I had to buy because I had little kids at the time and there was cords for the controllers still and they'd be running around the house and all of a sudden they'd go flying through the room between you and the TV and you had to learn just to let go of your controller and hoping that hit the ground, not your PlayStation. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping they have some kind of trade-in program. So maybe I'll hold off a little bit longer and see what happens. Because I can trade in my broken even, one for a new one. Even then, if you've got quite a bit of data saved up on your PS4, is that going to affect it? You know? Yeah, I need to actually buy my, uh, what's the thing called, where you pay 60 bucks and you get a year of the Plus PlayStation Plus. Oh. Because then you can back yeah, like, your stuff up to the wet or cloud or whatever. Until you would get hacked again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, the problem, I, my son just bought No Man's Sky, and I plopped the disc in and got to the title screen and said, No Man's Sky, and there's like stars start shooting by, and then I ejected the disc, and I about threw the controller <laughs> oh, across the room. Oh, man. So I haven't got to play it yet. It's really frustrating. And also, I have Uncharted 4 I haven't played yet. It's killing me. Well, when I get back, I'm going to have to come over and help you play those. Okay, that sounds like <laughs> well, a good you idea. That's in the system soon, man. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I play a lot of uh, Resident Evil. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. Okay, I remember so. playing the OG one back on the... must have been just PS the PlayStation. One? Yeah, my yeah friend's PS1? Out. Yeah. yeah. I, call it, I have that game for that system. I... I don't have a PS1, but yeah, I, I actually so. sold my PS1 to a friend with all my games so that I could put the money towards the PS2, which I <laughs> talked my way into because it could also play DVDs. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. turned into our DVD player. <laughs> and that, yeah, and then it was Blu-rays. Well, this will play Blu-rays too. So I'm glad Sony continues to do stuff like that to help those of us that have to talk a spouse into it. Yeah, yeah. So now I, now I have an excuse to buy all my my movies and anime on Blu-ray because my PS4 can play them. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so Sony has also said that all the PS4 games will play on any console, any of the PS4 consoles, whether you get the 4.5 oh. or the four. Oh. Okay. So they're That's requiring um, game manufacturers to continue to produce um, scalable versions so they can play on either system. And I don't have a 4K TV, so and that's not going to be for years, probably. So that's technology. All right, thanks, Divinity.
And now the news. Well, you got <laughs> random news. <laughs> I'm just going to do one news story. Um, so in Hollywood, they're going to have what they're calling a pop-up cantina. So weekends, they will take over um, different restaurants um, and gussy them up to look like a Star Wars cantina. And then you'll buy tickets <laughs> to go for a certain length of time. They recommend coming in costume. Um, and you can go hang out in a Star Wars cantina. Hollywood? In Hollywood? In Hollywood, yeah. Oh. Um, Are they going to announce like, locations so that people can... Yeah, there's actually... It's called the uh, Scum and Villainy Cantina. Um, they have a website and a Facebook page. Let me go to their website. It's called scumandvillainycantina.com. And it currently says reservations coming <laughs> soon. Awesome. That'd be perfect for a dark lord uh, of the Sith like yeah, you. <laughs> perfect, right it says scumandvillainycantina is nestled less than 12 parsecs away in the wretched hive of <laughs> Hollywood, California. So it, it looks like weekends there'll be nightly seating that you pay for reservations for 6 p.m. to 8, 8 p.m. Um, and then 8.30 to 10.30. And then on Saturday, that, I think that's well, that's nightly seating, so that's every night of the week. Um, and then 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Saturdays only. And I think they have a walk-in time, but that's 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. And that's first come, first serve. And when you buy your reservation, it comes with two drinks of your choice, a souvenir pint glass. Are they glass. Star Wars themed? Huh? Are they Star Wars themed drinks? I don't know, but they do come with a souvenir pint glass, so they probably... At least served in some kind of Star Wars glass. Bring your own midi chlorians. Um, <laughs> oh, you get a challenge coin, and it says a few extra surprises. So this Are droids like, allowed inside? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> That'd be funny if you turn up as a you show up as a droid. We don't serve your kind here. Is it? What if I show up a C three P or something? Like, That'd like, be funny. <laughs> no, no. Come as jerk. Yeah, they won't let you in as Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, no. I don't think they'd let you in as that. I think yeah. if I dressed as Jar Jar, I'd be dressed as uh, Sith Lord Jar Jar. <laughs> Does it help? <laughs> it's a whole. It's an act. Everyone knows this. Uh, I'm I'm pretty convinced George Lucas wanted Jar Jar to be a Sith Lord. I stand by that theory. I, I, I am of the same. And I think that there was such backlash. He's like, fine, you guys can have your stupid character. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly what I think it was, too. That and, he didn't realize just how terrible he had made Jar Jar. And, and by the time they made him realize it, he was like, well, fine then. Yeah, and if you know George Lucas, he wanted to put his credits, or his no credits at the beginning of the movie. He just wanted to start the movie. And um, the Hollywood Guild wouldn't do it. And that's why Star Wars was made in England. He says, mm-hmm. fine, screw you guys. I'm going to go over here to this other country that doesn't care and do the movie I want yeah, to make. the Hollywood Guild and the Wallypop Guild, those are people you don't want to <laughs> that's right. deal with. <laughs> so that's the news. Go to a Hollywood pop-up cantina near you. It's actually nearer to you guys than it is to me right now. That's true. Yeah. When is it starting? Um, let me see if I can find a date real quick. It doesn't have Is one. it soon? Um... Scanning, scanning, not seeing. <laughs> this is a great pod right here. This is a great pod. So, <laughs> did you guys hear about the self-driving Uber they're doing in uh, some city? 
No, did not hear about a self-driving Uber, but I did yeah. hear that Uber lost a lot of money this year. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, they're going to try to uh, put a self-driving car, and the way it's going to work is you'll get the ride free. It's randomly, they'll it'll show up for your Uber ride or whatever. They show up, and there is a guy sitting in the driver's wheel, not touching the wheel. And it's and he's fast asleep. No, he's, he's supposed to, I guess, have his hands hovering over the wheel in case he needs to take control. Okay. So. So is that like when you go get your hair cut at the beauty college? It's free. You don't know if it's going to work out. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to survive, but. Yeah. So I'm not seeing any dates for this cantina. <laughs> oh, okay. Go, I'll put the link to the Facebook page and the. Uh, their website on our website. And if you care to check it out, go check out our webpage, I guess sometime next week. We'll leave probably. it up to the listeners to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. Just look up scum and <laughs> If you need to look, know how to spell villainy, get a dictionary out. If, if you don't have a dictionary, <laughs> there Google is it, no okay? E in villainy. <laughs> okay. V I L L A I N Y. <laughs> Cantina is (laughs) spell out out and no ampersands in web addresses. That's That's, good to know. That's the news. All right. Thanks. On to. All right. Do you want to do the spot or do you want me to read it? Let's just skip it. Go to Amazon. Get a 30 day trial. There you go. (laughs) Audible.com. 30 day trial. Two free books. Tuberculosis themed. Uh, oh, no, we're going to talk Second. about what we watched or read or whatever. So I, the only thing I've been watching is Lost with my kids because they can't get enough of it. And we tried watching Fellowship of the Ring until the DVD stopped working. Oh, I've got that one on my phone. <laughs> it's on. Oh yeah, we talked about that last week, didn't we? Yeah. Um. So I don't have much to talk about. Right. You go. I know you always have a lot. I do. Um, so after our, our list of movies last week, mm-hmm. um, I watched two of them off my list. 
<laughs> I watched The Fast and the Furious. The original? Yeah, the, the original one, the OG one. Um, nice. My kids had kicked me off the TV and the computer, and so I took my cell phone into the secondary computer <coughs> room. Oh. Bless you. And uh, <laughs> I was going to watch it on my phone while I was playing Minecraft. Well, I quickly abandoned my Minecraft because I couldn't take my eyes off of the movie because it was awesome. Um, okay. I still claim that if you go from that movie to the Furious 7, you will get physical whiplash from the change in the uh, action content. Because the Fast and Furious <laughs> is way more realistic as far as action goes Yeah. than the newer ones. But I like all of them, so I'm a big fan. Um, I finished Penny Dreadful Season 2. That's all that's on Netflix. Um, I liked where they did took you, the second season. It was pretty good. Did you talk about this one before? I think so. I just decided I wasn't going to talk about shows anymore unless I finished them, so I finished it. Oh, okay. Um, that was one of my Minecraft TV shows I'd watch while Minecrafting. I recommend two oh. monitors to anyone that is interested. <laughs> Makes stuff like that that's, easy. That's how I got through Arrow. <laughs> Playing Minecraft while I watch it. Yeah, wow. some some shows I have to do that with. Um, and then I watched Troll Hunter. That's a good movie. It's, you probably haven't seen that. It's, it's subtitled. A, is that Norwegian? I think it's Norway. Is it like some found footage film? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've, seen it. yeah. I've seen clips of it. It's, it's good. The trolls are huge monsters or something. Yeah. yeah it yeah. kind of takes a and while it's... to get into when you actually troll. You're like, what is this? And I, I was trying to think, how did I watch this much of this before I got a payoff? <laughs> for the first time because I especially think I was, when it's in Norwegian <laughs> I think I just stuck with it because Netflix recommended it to me but then I, <laughs> I sh shared it with St. Jimmy and then I think we got pulled to watch it yeah I've watched it a couple times I think I watched it three times within that first two weeks with different people I was getting to watch it with me <laughs> <laughs> I think my kids wondered at one point I was like what are you watching yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then I watched um, Code Conference 2016 had a um, like a 45 minute interview with Elon Musk. Um, I think that was from June is when the interview was, but it was really good. Cool. Um, he is such an incredible person. I like him a lot. He reminds me of Tony Stark, minus the smoothness. Though so he's a guy that is in everything, and his main goal is just to move society along. So if he has an idea, he'll just put it out there into the into the world so people can take it and go. Kind of like his um, Hyperloop train. Yeah. Which he had the idea and he wrote this paper on it, but he just put it out there. And they asked him if he'd ever do it. And he's like, well, if no one ever is successful, eventually I might do it. But he's like, it'd be kind of rude for me to put the idea out there and tell people to just take it and then have me come in and try to do it too. <laughs> um. But one of the funny things is he has they're, – they're noticed a big trend where everything has to be the biggest. Like they're going to put the biggest rocket um, into space soon. And then he's got the biggest footprint building in the world with their battery plant. And so I asked him about it. He's like – and he thought about it and he's like, well, the size isn't just because I want size. It's We have a goal and that's the size that's required to meet the goal. So I just like so – he thinks big. He does think big, and in order to complete his big goals, you need big things. If he, in fact, he's saying that he is planning on having um, people leave for Mars 2024, landing in 2025. 
pushed so. it back a little bit. I heard it was 2020. Maybe he's moving it back because he's starting to look at the timeline. <laughs> <But> somebody <laughs> complained because I, with the Model S and the Model X Teslas, they both missed deadlines. They yep. said, well, yeah, the first one was pretty much the first of its kind deal. We had never built a car before. And the Model X, we went even above and beyond that with a bunch of more complicated things. Since so we figured that out, it's like, so the Model um, Model 3, we figured all that stuff out. So we pretty much know, and they've set their de deadlines based on the unluckiest and slowest person in the chain of material. <laughs> so they start listing all the things that have happened to their parts um, providers. Um, one, there was a, a truck with the carpet for the interior that got delayed because there was a gunfight at the border with Mexico and their truck <laughs> had been shot and had bullet holes in it. So they were trying to hold on to it as some kind of evidence. Oh. It's like, that's fine, but can we have the stuff that's in the truck? <laughs> they've had, yeah, they've had people's um, manufacturing plants burned down. They've had tornadoes, flooding, earthquakes. Pretty much everything. So he's planning on trying to get his process so they could quickly change to start manufacturing something quickly that they are having problems with the provide uh, like a supplier so they can handle all that. But he's pretty confident in that. And the great thing about that car is it starts at $32,000. Hmm. And I guess they're going to announce probably next month um, if uh, how much – Stuff is going to be um, standard to that. Like the, everyone had a question, is the auto drive feature going to be standard to that? And he wouldn't tell them. He said, we're going to do oh. with the logical thing. And that's all he'd say. But I, I really like listening to him. Um, so check that out if you can find it. Just look for Code Conference 2016, Elon Musk, and you'll probably find it on YouTube. On YouTube? Okay. And that's consumption. You do you have something? Darth uh, and the latest I've watched is Suicide Squad. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. I like that. Suicide Squad, I recommend it. I liked it a lot better than Batman vs Superman. Me just because I didn't like the. There's about four different storylines they try to bring in in Batman vs Superman that I feel was too convoluted for the average viewer to really understand what was going on. Yeah, um, I guess yeah, it confused average viewers. Yeah, yeah. I'd so, like to make fun of those you know, viewers. Comic, you know, comic book enthusiasts could understand. Like, I, I knew what they were trying to do, but I just did don't like the mashup. Uh, Suicide Squad, great action. Um, Jared Leto, for the little bit of time he had on screen as the Joker, I think he did pretty well. Uh, I'd like to see more of him, though. Um, he is no Heath Ledger, but he's definitely not bad. I, so. I like this take on the Joker. Yeah. I thought it was pretty um, good. It's way better than. Um, was the guy that did the um, Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman? Oh, yeah, I don't know who that. that anyway, was. I didn't like his. No, I didn't um, like that Lex Luthor at that, all. Like Lex Luthor was so lame. Yeah, but, I, I agree with that. Yeah, Jared Leto did an awesome job as Joker. Though. I think he did a real good job with the screen time he had. Some people were saying that he was just too different and he wasn't in the movie enough. But I, the point of the movie was Suicide Squad, not right. Joker and Suicide Squad. So. I'd like to see him in a movie, more, you know, more about him. Yeah. 
with Jared Leto just so we can see a little bit more development from him. Let's see what other. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to see more of him you know, and Harley. Yeah, they're yeah. planning on having the no. uh, the J- Justice League movie eventually, and I'm yeah, sure he'd yeah, be included that, in that. That was a little setup that they were having from uh, from Batman vs Superman, and a little bit of a, a clip at the bonus clip at the end of Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, and then they've got so, the Wonder Woman movie that looks pretty good. Yeah. That one looks cool. Uh, Cyborg is supposed to have a movie as well eventually. Oh, that'd be awesome. I love Cyborg. I think Aquaman, too. Aquaman and Cyborg are supposed to have their own films. Well, you know who you're having played Aquaman, right? Uh, Bob Hope. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, what's his name? Momoa? Just look him up, like Aquaman 2016 film or whatever. Have you, have you watched uh, Stargate Atlantis? No. He looks epic. He was Is in that, that worth And watching? he was in something else big that I forgot. What people I that's popular that I haven't seen. So but, is so I remember it Stargate Atlantis here. worth watching? Yeah. Well, hopefully. We got more Ben Affleck, though. So <laughs> I didn't think Ben was that bad. He was yoked in that show, in that movie. I don't think he was too bad. I just didn't. I'm not a fan of that movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for a good segment there. Started, well, I've made my um, AutoCAD plans for the interior and the rough sketch of the exterior of Mumra's pyramid. <laughs> so you know, you got the you got the pool of water in the middle, and then you got like the four statues of guys around that. And then you have like uh-huh. the skull head that his sarcophagus is in. So I put that in. Um, I've started construction. Actually, I took a I've taken a pause on my cat's layer construction project. To just get some diversity in construction. Um, I'm building it so it's going to be black. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, my main one, though. <laughs> uh, my So do you guys know about YouTube's um, casting you can do from, like, your cell phone? 
So if you have your cell phone launched to YouTube, you can throw it to your like PlayStation. Do you guys know uh, what I'm no, I didn't about? know about that. So you can control what's on your TV through your phone. Well, oh, okay. my oldest son, Zach, noticed that uh, my next oldest son was watching YouTube videos. And he had the brilliant idea. He went downstairs and took over the TV and rickrolled him. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I told him it would have been funnier cool. if he'd click on rickrolled him, but it was just a regular rickroll. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good right there. So I, that's that's how I raised my kids. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Did you have any nerd cred you want to share? I just uh, brought over... Uh, my original uh, red, blue, and yellow well, not blue, red, yellow Pokemon versions. Oh, nice. Um, uh, played those a little bit. I have my silver version here, too. So, been catching up on the OG Pokemon back from the Game Boy Color era. <laughs> so, that's about it. Still nice. trying to be a Pokemon master. I have never played that game. Yeah. We, uh, we all went to dinner with people from work and my kids and I saw Darth Radicus over there playing Pokemon Go with my yeah. son <laughs> at the end of the table. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we leveled him up. Team Valor all the way. <laughs> it's, which one's right. Valor? Is that blue? No. Red? <laughs> Red. Red, okay. Red. I think my kids are all, th all three of them are different ones. My youngest son's yellow. Dark Lord of the Sith here. Red. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right, that's nerd cred. I'm Let's just waiting do... for a marriage proposal where a guy like pulls out a pokeball and throws it at his fiance or his girlfriend. <laughs> I choose you, or whatever they there, say. There have been proposals. Well, I don't know about throwing the ball, but <laughs> I have seen proposals where the guy will pull out a little pokeball and get on his knee and open it, and there's a ring in there. Oh, that's a good one too. You. I, I have I a lot of room to talk. The ball just straight at her head, just boom! Like I caught you. I don't have a lot of room to talk because I won my wife's hand in marriage in a game of cards. So, oh, there you go. We had a wager on a card game, and I won. Can you imagine if you throw, you know, ball at your at your wife or you know girlfriend at the time, and somebody asks in the future, "Oh, how'd you meet? How'd you? How do you propose?" With a little ball in my face. <laughs> or you could just make a life size one so you could catch her in it. There is a there's a video. I think we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah, at work. at work. With JT, I think. There is a video, a funny video on YouTube of guys that, I think it's called Pokemon Catch You. <laughs> and it's three dudes in like a white van. Oh, I've heard about this. They're dressed up as Pokemon. And they, they, they find people playing Pokemon Go. And they have a giant rubber band or like some kind of rubber band or something in the back with these huge... Beach volleyballs that they painted as Pokeballs. <laughs> uh, they'll do a sneak up behind them and just launch these balls right at people. They got they had a good clip of a guy who's standing by a pond trying to catch, I guess, some water Pokemon, and they just shot him real hard and he falls in the water and they run away real quick. It's pretty hilarious. That sounds so. funny. I would dig that. Another rush at Pokemon catch you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
right, our final segment is feedback. I see you added some feedback there. You want to tell us about it? I didn't add that. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No, I think that oh. was. Is uh, that a holdover from last week? Probably. Hold on. I might be able to find this because I'm logged into the our show's um, Google Drive. Let me go to second. Oh, okay. I can go to our mail maybe. Well, I'll skip ahead while you do that okay. to talk about our non-US page view leader of the week. It's the UK again. Oh, Thanks, guys. No, I mean, we're not disappointed. We like the UK. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was <laughs> saying all about me having to do another British... Brit- <laughs> yeah, we don't want you doing your your fake British accent. Sorry. British people. Should Shout I out. skip it this time? <laughs> sure. I mean, I wish you would just discontinue how about it. I, how about I just do an American version? Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. There. <laughs> he... he Gets the uh, Australian and UK thing mixed up. So oh. I had no idea what you just said. But... <laughs> he he did <laughs> it in a, an American throw accent. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Oh, <laughs> he usually says that with a fake British accent. Oh, okay. uh, horrible. I'm fake. sure it's very offensive to our British listeners. Oh, whatever. Get over it. <laughs> you guys would be speaking German if it wasn't for us. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did you find any feedback? There's lots of stuff in this email. <laughs> okay. Because usually say no. Jimmy does this part. <laughs> I, maybe it means that we got a new subscription to the newsletter. Oh. Which reminded me I haven't sent the newsletter out to the couple people that signed up <laughs> in August. Newsletter failed. Well, there's like two people that sign up after I send out August's mailing. So they will definitely be on September's list, but I was going to okay. send them post, you know, send them the last two. Just it's football season and I'm really busy. I understand. Hey, when you, you get back, you to... can help with some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. When I get back. Sure. Um, should we do the awkward ending now? Uh. There's an awkward ending. Are you looking at the show notes? No, I am. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, okay. This oh, is the part. I can do this part. Do you want me to do this part? Sure, go for it. If you want to contact us, send an email to ingenuityshow.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Listen to the show on iTunes and the Stitcher radio app or at ingenuityshow.com. Wait, 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 stop. Stop. What? I'm reading it verbatim. Don't you- don't you want them to send an email to ingenuityshow at gmail.com? Oh, at gmail.com. Let me start over. <laughs> You're right. This is awkward. If you want to contact us via email, send an email to ingenuityshow at gmail.com. Stick to the script. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Expect <laughs> me to read. Listen to the show on it, 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 Tunis. Oh, iTunes. And the Stitcher radio app, or at ingenuityshow.com. You can support the show by clicking any Amazon banner on our website, or clicking through our links that are highlighted in blue that go to Amazon. I, Any, I better start adding those. Anything you buy in that session benefits our show. Maybe we can get an instructional handbook on how to put together the soundboard for those of us that don't know how to do it. Uh, if you go to audible.com you can get two free audio books with a free 30-day trial on audible.com and that will send money to us as well 
You can buy t-shirts from our website. Um, there's also a coffee mug on there, I believe. Yeah, with the Velociraptor on it. That's right. I'm going to buy that shirt someday. Maybe this is the day. And <laughs> I think that's it. Thanks for listening. All right. Live our long and nerdy. You have Peace been out. and always shall be my friends. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again What does <laughs> Jimmy say? I don't remember what he said Live long and nerdy? That's what I say Oh, <laughs> Did you just say that? <laughs> so I cannot believe how long it took to set up this stupid soundboard It is not done right I have a, sp- I have a microphone pointed at the speaker <laughs> Well, hopefully it's not too horrible to listen to. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.